0: main thing you want to think about your page is that is this valuable? Is someone hanging out on my page going to get something from hanging out on my page or is it just very self-indulgent all about me? Hey it's Carly here and you are listening to the Made For More podcast and I'm so excited to bring you a little solo episode today. I, I love a little cheeky solo ep every now and again just to share my Things that I've got on my mind, and uh, I've been a little busy bee, you know. I've been up to a lot of stuff, so I've been doing loads. As I've said before, whenever I'm pregnant, I get this little, this mad surge of like determination and focus and drive. So I created my Insta Success School, which if you follow me online or you're on my email list, you will have seen. And I've been loving it. Just get totally, I've got totally stuck into it and totally geeking out on all things Instagram. And yeah, I just wanted to share a little couple of tips with you today because I know that there's some real simple things that I can share with you on this podcast that will add lots of value to you and will really help you kind of either get started in your, on your Instagram game or just really kind of make some tweaks to start making a big impact. Um, so, that's what I'm gonna be talking to you about today. But also I thought I'd just give you a little update. So I'm now 24 weeks pregnant and I look honestly like 33 weeks pregnant. I'm huge. Um, It doesn't really help that I literally don't move my body at all and I just get Kurt to Cook me loads of meals and I'm addicted to um Haribo last time it was sour apple chew but this time it's the little Haribo star mix things I just oh god I eat them like, like at a rapid rate it's not even normal I go for a walk with Frankie and then I sneak a little pack of Haribo into my handbag and then by the time I've got back it's probably about a nine minute walk I'm eating the whole bag of Haribo not good, is it? But then that does mean that um, Kurt doesn't know that I've had them. So then I could just sneak the wrapper in someone else's bin on the way back. And then really, it hasn't actually happened. So that's fine. So um, but yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm just feeling mega pregnant. Oh, actually, on my walk the other day, because I haven't been exercising a lot, which is a massive... Error. I do need to step it up. Um, I've not been exercising a lot, and I was walking along and I started getting really bad Braxton Hicks, like full blown what felt like contractions. And then, you know, when your mindset goes a little bit nuts and your, your thoughts just like you get carried away with yourself. And I was thinking, oh my God, I'm going to give birth in the co op. And then I was thinking of like my little Oakley newsletter with like a big article Woman Gives Birth in, in Co op. That's where I feel like I'm at, at the moment. If I move at all, I feel like I'm literally about to give birth. So much better I just stay in my office and chill, really, isn't it? Yeah. So um, anyway, apart from that, let's go on to some ap- actual, um, you know, helpful information, shall we? So I wanted to talk to you today about optimising your Instagram because for so many people listening, I know that lots of you are kind of in that middle ground where you're still... very much using your, your Instagram as like your personal life and, you know, perhaps you're new into business or, you know, it's still kind of like playing with it and you haven't taken the step yet to completely transition your Instagram. And when I say completely transition, I don't mean that all you talk about is business, but I just mean that you kind of come out of the closet a little bit and you make a bit of a stand that this profile is also your business profile and you're kind of, you know, you're stepping out there. Perhaps you've got a business profile, but you haven't really put too much effort into it so I know lots of you are in that kind of middle place where at the moment your business is kind of not I don't mean a hobby because I don't want to downplay it like that but I know lots of you are kind of like just like dipping your toe in and so what I want to help you today with this podcast is I want to help you just come out of the closet and just say right okay let's make a stamp let's fully come out and say this is my business and Start optimizing your Instagram because there's a couple of things you can do that can really make a massive difference and really just show that you are actually running a business and you are a professional businessman or woman. So the first thing you want to do, obviously you want to look at your, you want to make sure that it's not a private account and it's definitely set to either business or creator. Um, I have mine set to a creator account. One of the benefits that I love from a creator account is that it has the option for two mailboxes. So you have your mailbox, but then you also have another one, which is called general. And anyone that I'm talking to on my Instagram, that's kind of like more business related, like it's a relationship that I'm building for a for a business purpose, I move them into the general folder. So I know that that's kind of, I can just split my inbox. Otherwise, if ever I put a post up and lots of people comment on my story, it all just gets completely lost. And so um, I like having that split thing, but that's only available on Creator. I know that business accounts, you can have a lot more, there's a lot more like call to action buttons. So I think if you're a shop, or something like that you'd be better off with a business account but the creator account I personally love but to be honest with you business and creator is is very much the same pretty much but definitely make sure that you move to one of those and also of course make sure that you don't have it set to private where someone has to request to follow you because honestly people's attention span online is so so short and no one wants to press that extra button or request to access, they want the information right now. So make sure that you've got that open for people to see. So once you've selected your account, you, ne- you then need to have a look at your profile picture. So this probably all sounds really stupid and you're like, yeah, well, duh, but they're just really tiny things that make a massive difference. So first of all, you want to make sure that your profile picture is of you. Even if you offer a service, even if you feel like it's not to do with you, if you're a big part of your business, and I do always recommend that you lead with yourself when you're when you're promoting your business online, I do recommend having you as the picture because people crave that human engagement and when you can see an actual person behind the account it immediately feel you immediately feel more connected to it and you feel like there's just a person there it's not like this you know robot behind this internet account so in your photo you want to make sure that you look happy you look engaging it's a really inviting picture not really like moody and like I wouldn't want to cross her in a bar, um, that kind of thing. And then eye contact and forward-facing as well is a really important one. Have a plain background and obviously make sure that it represents your brand. This might seem really stupid, but if you're running a health and wellness business or you have something to do in, in health and wellness and you're stood there with like in your photo with a margarita and a fag, it's just not going to look good. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I know that probably sounds so obvious, but just have a little audit and think, does my profile represent my brand? Does it represent what I want to show that I'm all about? Of course you can have fun. Of course you can keep it you and keep it, um, you know, have that personality, but just make sure it's on, on track with that. So secondly, you want to have a look at your bio. Now, the bio is so important. And this is where I feel like lots of people kind of get it wrong. Because a lot of people use their bio as like a... It's almost like a dating profile. People are like, likes long walks on the beach. Is a Sagittarius? I like pineapple and pizza. But that really, like, that doesn't tell anyone anything about anything. You know, it's not going to make someone say, Oh, I also like pineapple and pizza. I'm going to follow, follow this person. So the, the point of your bio especially as a business owner, is to immediately say what your niche is. So I'm I'm going to come to niche in a second. Niche is so, so important. But you want to say what your niche is and explain the problem that you solve straight away. So the way I like to structure this is that whenever I look at a bio, I always like it to go through these, these three step processes. So I help these people do this by doing this. So it's a really nice, simple step. So for example, my bio reads, I help busy women leverage their time by building a business online. Because sometimes, and, and, and in this bio as well, you want to keep it really clear, really concise, really to the point. You don't want to get all extravagant with all these words and, you know, I help all these and just like show off all the words that you know. <laughs> and you don't want it to be all creative and like, what actually is that? You want someone to look at this and think, oh, I totally get what she does. So you want someone to come onto your profile and immediately think, oh, they're for me. Like she is talking to me. She's talking about the problem that I have. She's solving the solution to my pain and she's talking directly to me. So that's exactly what you want. And in there as well, you definitely, definitely want to have a link tree. So this could, it depends how many links you've got. If you've just got one link, say it's to your website or something, definitely have a link to your website. Um, But ideally you want to have a link tree with a few different things because what happens is that, When a customer comes onto your profile, they go through a little process. So they start off in the awareness phase of the customer journey. So first phase of the customer journey is awareness. And this is where they discover your profile. So they discover you, they find you, they stumble across your page and they decide that they wanna follow you. But then the next phase is the research phase. And in this research phase, this is where they really wanna stalk you. They wanna experience everything that that you've got. And to be honest, a lot of people will stay in this phase of a five-step customer journey for a really, really long time. So, what you want to do is you want to give them loads of content to have a real good stalk and a real good binge of you. And the best way of doing this is to link to other things that you've got. So, say for example, you've got a website. If you've got a podcast, if you've got a YouTube channel, um, perhaps you've got a free opt-in that you can use as like a lead generation for your email list. Um, or if you have any courses that you've got, or whatever it is, you know, you've got an Etsy shop. This is a great opportunity for you to give them some more juice to look at, and the the reason you want to have a link tree is that again, people's attention span is so so short. So if someone is in your profile and they are thinking, "Yeah, I want to buy that," or they see something that you're talking about and they think, oh, "I want to look know more about that," you've probably got a maximum of two clicks in them before they lose interest. So you want to make that process as easy as possible, where you can always say, click the link in my bio for more info. And that's going to take them directly there. You don't want to give them this whole, you know, roundabout experience to try and get to where they want to get to. So make sure that that you've got your link tree in there. It's a really simple access to more information. And then we're going to go to highlights. So highlights is also feeding into that research section of your customer journey. It's giving your customer or your um, your ideal client even more space and even more time to have a good old binge of you. So your highlights, you've got, um, on mine I've got five spaces, and this is a really good opportunity for you to cover your brand pillars. So in my course as well, I talk about all about creating your brand, creating your niche, creating your ideal client avatar. So, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into that, but having a a kind of a, a brief overview of what your brand is and what you represent is really, really important. So in these highlights, you definitely want to have an about me section. So an about me or my story, or ideally just a few... Insta stories. So highlights are basically just collections of Insta stories that you decide to keep. Because so as we know, Insta stories delete after 24 hours, but you can save some of them in a collection and have them as your highlights. So you definitely want to have an, an about me section. Personally, I love Having something like that where you're talking to the camera, I know that freaks out a lot of people. You're like, oh my God, I wouldn't want to do that. But if you can muster up the courage to do it, it just instantly builds that connection so much quicker. And that's really what we're doing online. We're really trying to build that connection and get people to feel connected to us and build that relationship. And there's no better way to do that than speaking directly to the camera. So, speaking directly to the camera, even if you do do a story like this, though, make sure that you write out the text. In your Insta stories, don't just talk and be like a a nodding head because lots of people listen to this. We're on the loo, in the bath, lots of different um, random scenarios, but they don't always have their sound on. So make sure that you um, always have the text written out in your stories. But yeah, and about me section is really good. If you're a mum, that's a great way of still having a bit of you in there, but also still having your business in there. If there's a particular thing about your business that you want to explain, so say for example, if you're a coach you could put another highlight talking about the style of coaching that you do, or if you have a a particular qualification. Or if you're a lash technician, then in here you could maybe have a highlight about all the different lashes. You could have a frequently asked questions highlight so someone can can go on and get all their questions answered. That also is gonna instantly put you in as a, uh, as a person of influence and people are gonna start to realize that, okay, she actually knows what she's doing. And then you could also have some other things in there that you recommend. so So people are getting value from your page. The main thing you wanna think about your page is that, is this valuable? Is someone hanging out on my page going to get something from hanging out on my page? Or is it just very self-indulgent, all about me? So, you know, if you, if you offer any kind of service, where it, whether it is a beauty service, if you're a PT, if you're a coach, or if you're a health and wellness consultant, whatever it is, add value and try and serve as much as you can. So these highlights are really, really important to kind of take that person through the research phase. And then, like I said, the other key thing, and this is a a huge section, so I definitely can't do it justice in this little podcast, but the niche and the ideal client is so 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 important. And I can't believe I went so long in my business, not really knowing who I was talking to. And now I realise, oh my God, this is why I was creating so much content and no one cared about it. This is why I would put something out and I would just get crickets. This is why I felt like I was just talking to no one most of the time. And uh, when I realised actually that I just wasn't clear on my niche and I had no idea who I was talking to, it all made sense. And I know that most people, when you talk about right you need to find your niche most people freak out because they're like what I'm not even making enough sales as it is and I'm talking to everyone at the moment if I niche it down and make my audience smaller that means I'm going to make even less sales but actually that is not the case so by making your audience smaller and the people that you're talking to smaller, you actually make your engaged audience bigger. And that is really what matters. It does not matter if you've got 20,000 followers and no one cares what you're doing. You're much better off having 1,000 followers, but they are so your ideal client. Anything you post, they're like, yes, oh my God, that is me. And have you ever had it when you're looking at something online, I've had this so many times, and a post will come up or a quote or something, and it feels like it's just hit me in the gut. I'm like, (gasps) oh, oh my God, that is me. She is talking to me. Oh my God. It makes me want to share it. I want to send it to my friend. I want to repost it on my own grid. And I just, it, it like hits a nerve. And that is exactly what we want to do with our with our content. We want to put a post out and it feels like it literally pierces the heart of a certain person. And that person is like, oh, oh my God, she knows me. It's literally like she's in my head. And that's what we're we're aiming for. And when you're kind of trying to speak to absolutely everyone, you never get that effect because you can't possibly pinpoint someone's pain so spot on if you don't know who you're talking to. And when I talk about someone's pain, it doesn't mean that it has to be painful. But say, for example, um, I've got lash technician on my head at the moment, but say, for example, you're a lash technician. When you're thinking about, oh, what should I post on Instagram. Lots of people think I'm just going to post loads of lashes and, you know, loads of before and afters and blah, blah, blah. But really the thing that you're connecting with is that you want someone to, say for example, they're a busy mum. Every morning they go for the school run, they're rushing, their house is crazy, they're trying to get their makeup on, they look like crap once they go into the playground and they're like, oh god, I wish I didn't have to do, you know, all this fap in the morning. Their pain point is that they don't have time to you know, do their makeup and look fabulous because they're sorting out everyone else. They're literally like last on the priority list. So if you can show that person that by getting their lashes done, they that is one less thing they need to worry about. And they know they're going to wake up in the morning, looking and feeling fresh, and they're ready to go, no makeup on, and they're still looking, they still got that confidence. Something like that, that's a pain point for many, many women. If they can think, oh God, if I could just, yeah, if I could get up in the morning and not have to worry about my face or, you know, getting, looking in absolute state, that would be one less thing to worry about. And the thing you want to sell is convenience. You want to sell convenience and making people feel amazing. So if you can pinpoint that, that's really important. So, but obviously, without knowing that, that they're a mum, without knowing that they've got a busy life, without knowing that they've got, um, you know, a hectic morning, you don't know that that is a pain point for them. So, The ideal client is so, so important and that is what's going to spark someone when they feel like you're speaking directly to them. That is what's going to make someone instantly book with you, get on a call with you, purchase whatever you're you're selling or download whatever you're offering. So then that's really what you want to do. So I really do encourage you to spend some time on this. Like I said, I do go through all of this in my course. I go through finding what your niche is and a niche that feels right for you and you feel like you're passionate about and you're like, yes, I really want to work in this space and be committed in this space, but also figuring out exactly who it is that you're speaking to. And then... I also talk about how you can speak to that person. So it's one thing finding out who that person is, but it's another thing then changing your language and changing your approach to speak directly to that person. So there is so much to, to talk about with Instagram. I can't even begin to go into all of all of it. This is why I've done a, a huge course because, um, like I said in my social media post, I started off doing this was meant to just be kind of like a basics one, and I was putting the basics in just to like kind of help people, and then it oh gosh, got so carried away and I was like oh no but they need to know this they definitely need to know this and it's still really simple to be honest the course is only five modules there's uh, probably about five or six videos in each module um, but I, it just covers all the kind of main things I'm so excited for you all to get your hands on it so module one is set up for business this is like optimizing your account how often you should post all the different Instagram features and what they're best for and Instagram do's and don'ts Uh, Module two, we go into growth strategy. So this is where we find your niche. We refine your ideal client avatar. We look at how to search for your ideal client avatar. Then we look at hashtag basics, what to post, how to grow your followers, how to grow your engagement. Module three, we look at how to create reels, how to build guides, how to find shareable content. So finding content that people are instantly want to share and also how to create fancy schmancy cover photos as well um get all arty party module four is selling on social so this is actually how to create raving fans how to speak to your audience how to create quick call to action links effective dms because i don't know if you know this but most of the selling goes on in the dms so teaching you how to do that and also how to sell without being salesy ta-da this is such a big one so many people really freak out about selling on social media. I, I hear it so much when I say, oh, I run a social marketing company and people are like, oh, I, I just, I could never sell. I just don't want to be that salesy person. And you don't need to be that salesy person. There are so many ways of doing it without being annoying in your face salesy. Um, and so that's why I share on this. And then uh, module five is content strategy. So this is where I actually share my ultimate... Content strategy planner, it is so, so cool. Um, I help you create your brand, your Instagram mood board, your ideal client avatar profile. And yeah, we put it all together in a sexy little planner so that you can plan out your entire social media content for the rest of the year. It's so cool. So I hope that you found some of those things helpful today. If you do feel like you want to hop over to the um, Instagram Success School course, you can find it on my website and go to the courses section of carlymyers.com or you can even just do carlymyers.com forward slash insta success school and you'll see all the information on there but please reach out to me if you have any questions if you have a business and you're thinking oh would this be right for me just shoot me a little dm and ask me um, and i'll i'll see whether it is right for you or not to be honest it is kind of right for everyone but if you're not sure just reach out to me and I'll, i'll be happy to help but yeah i hope those little quick tips have helped you Just make those first steps and make those little tweaks and come out of the closet. Just make a stamp to the universe that you are in business and you're ready to go. You don't need to be in people's faces. You don't need to ram it down people's throats. But you do need to set up your Instagram for business and show that you are in business and you're you're ready to go so thank you so much if you have loved this episode please take a screenshot add it to your insta stories and um tag me in it at carly myers lifestyle and at made for more pod And also, um, oh yeah, please leave me a five star review on Instagram because it makes such a difference. It really, really does. So I hope you found that helpful and I can't wait to connect with you next week. I've got an amazing interview for you next week um, and I can't wait to share it with you. Thanks so much, guys. Bye.